from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, Wednesday, middle of the week, August 19th. We've got a great show in store for you. Coming up, Katie Prejean McGrady. She's an author, speaker, and project manager of Ave Explores. The latest Ave Explore series is all about the family, Catholic family life. And we're going to talk about how Ave Explores really defines what family is, what's important about the family. And we're going to really focus on the family and what uh, they hope readers and listeners will come away with with this brand new series. Katie always comes on whenever there's a new series that Ave Explores puts out there. We love having her on to feature uh, what that is because it's a free resource. Most of it is a free resource for you. So uh, this is something for you and your family this time. Katie Prejean McGrady at 7.15. Bo Bonner coming up at about 7.45 today. We're going to talk about the City of God. Yes, St. Augustine's masterpiece, the City of God. And we're just going to kind of take a beginner's look at it because uh, there's, you know, there's different parts. There's different ways for us to be able to examine this. Uh, In 10 minutes, we're not going to be able to even come close to doing it justice. But I said, you know what? It's better to do it poorly, as G.K. Chesterton said, than not to do it at all. So we're going to uh, talk to Bo Bonner all about the City of God, Augustine's masterpiece for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment. I'm going to try to leave some good time for that because that uh, deserves it. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13, meteorologist Megan Selwa, and your Saint of the Day all coming up here. And any pilots out there or people that fly, I got a little something special for you uh, extended from the Holy Father. We'll have that for you coming up too. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, good sir. Well, good morning, John Leonetti on this uh, hump day Wednesday. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine this morning. Doing fine. Got my coffee, awesome. got my That's water here. You know, I try to drink about uh-huh. uh, uh, half of my allotment of water for the day before the show even starts. You know, that's important in the morning. So then what do you do the rest of the day? <laughs> Continue drinking water if I remember. Yeah, you're already drinking half your allotment before the show's over. Yeah. So by 8 o'clock, you're half done. Well, I'm trying to keep going. You know, you got. I'm trying to go more than the allotment, actually, but... That's the that's a healthy way to go. You know, I stopped drinking Diet Coke about a year and a half ago, and uh, I I will now have one every now and then, uh, maybe one a week. Uh, but I I mm-hmm. went cold turkey on Diet Coke for about a year full, and uh, I I just felt better. You know, drink, replace it with yeah. water. Yeah, I, I stick to water and maybe some uh, non-sweetened tea. Yeah, uh, and and maybe every once in a while an Arnold Palmer. You mix a little bit there of lemonade in, but that's it's just water. Although Diet Coke has appeared in our house here in the last few weeks. Yeah, that's I don't good. I don't know why. 
It's uh, uh, are, I, I'm a fan. It's consuming just, that. Know, and, <laughs> some people are consuming yeah, that here. Not trying to me. be trying to be hydrated. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now we're getting close to that big golf outing here a week from Monday. The Bishop's Golf Outing, Echo Valley. You're foursome. You're. I, I don't think you're leading the foursome. I think no. you're just trying to contribute at least one shot. And uh, please get your swings in. And that is from your other three partners. That's uh, the note I have this morning. Well, I practiced yesterday for a little bit, so hopefully I. Hopefully I'm not going to let anyone down. Now, was anybody wearing helmets around you while you were practicing? Was it at a local golf course? Were you yeah. at a um, batting cage? Where were full, you practicing? Full at? gear. Yeah, I was at a golf course, and uh, <laughs> I I hit the ball better than I, I have in a while. So, you know, that lesson that I took, I mm-hmm. told you with my son, um, Joseph's taken a, a lesson, and so am I with him, and uh, it's kind of a father-son thing that we've had fun doing. And, uh, yeah, I, I told you I got worse after the lesson, but I'm I'm trying to practice through that, so... You know, it's just kind of the mm-hmm. way it works. It's all about your mechanics and yep. doing the same thing every time the right way. Uh, I know you have a nice set of golf clubs because I borrowed them several times to participate in some of the golf outings that I get invited to. I don't play much, but uh, I appreciate using your clubs since yeah. mine went off on an auction about 20 years ago, so I, had a, <laughs> I sold mine. Well, they're old, but they, they work. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're a nice set of clubs. All right, well, keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. Your partners appreciate that, and oh, yes. little do you know that. They, oh, they I know. appreciate that, yeah. Believe you me. Because <laughs> I, I know you're not the designated ringer for that group. Nope. I do know that. I'm not the stick. I'll tell you that. They, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give a shot in or two, but that's about it. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. <laughs> well, we're outdoors today, a perfect day to be out. You'll need yes. your sunglasses, folks, as right now from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk. And then meteorologist Megan Selwalk, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. Mostly clear skies, 60 degrees, calm winds, humidity up there at 80%. But today we'll see mostly sunny skies, more like yesterday. We had low humidity, a little bit warmer today, a high of 83 with southeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight mostly clear, overnight low of 60 degrees here in central Iowa. And then tomorrow partly cloudy, dry, a little bit warmer, high of 85 degrees and by friday it'll be partly cloudy and that warm and humid air back into the uh, forecast of high of 89 degrees saturday and sunday not looking too bad a chance of rain on saturday a chance of isolated showers but highs in the lower 90s as that heat and humidity work its way back in we could see heat indexes into the mid 90s this weekend well in the news on this uh, wednesday morning the iowa department of transportation said drivers should expect delays on interstate 35 and 80 and highway 141 during the uh, planned ramp closures that will be going beginning uh, at the new Urban Loop Interchange on the metro's northwest side. Now, significant traffic impacts will occur the next few weeks, according to the DOT in a press release. Due to ongoing work on that intersection uh, that was formerly known as Ryder Corner, travelers are urged to find alternative routes, if possible, to reduce backups and delays. Now, DOT said construction at the former Ryder Corner means the entrance ramp from eastbound Highway 141 to southbound I-3580 will close at 8 o'clock tonight and uh, additionally the east-west and westbound ramps of, of I-3580 will uh, be closed beginning at 8 o'clock tonight also. Uh, the ramp closures are necessary to align the ramps as part of the interchange reconstruction with uh, interstate widening work between 100th Street and Douglas Avenue. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, well, the Cubs win. The Cubs defeated the St. Louis Cardinals last night at Wrigley Field 6-3. to They'll have play one uh, doubleheader today beginning at 120 between the two clubs. Minnesota Twins, uh, they defeated uh, Milwaukee 4-3. to Twins had a no-hitter going through eight innings before that was broken up. The game went extra innings, and the... Uh, 
Twins win it in 12 innings, 4-3 to three over Milwaukee. White Sox defeated Detroit 10-4, to four, and Cincinnati at Kansas City was postponed as some of the Cincinnati players were testing positive for the COVID-19 virus. Yesterday's uh, boys golf, uh, Dallin Catholic now improves this record of 2-0 on the boys golf season as they defeated Urbandale by eight strokes at Beaver Creek Golf Course in Grimes. And we're just nine days away from the opening night of the high school football season for the 44th consecutive year. Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dallin Catholic High School football. The Maroons are the seven-time Class 4A champs, and uh, the opening night is Friday, August 28th. We'll be there as Dowling at Indianola. Our pregame coverage begins at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock from Indianola Football Stadium. Join uh, yours truly along with Matt Mandring and John Chido for the call all season long right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies and 60 degrees. Winds are calm, humidity up there at 80%, but today we'll see mostly sunny skies. A picture-perfect day just like yesterday, a high of 83 degrees with southeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Business as usual this morning, again, accident-free, and uh, no major delays to uh, pass along as we get things started off. Thanks to Builder Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Can has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. We celebrated the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary on Saturday. Now, that does not, that did not, uh, fall on a holy day of obligation, of course, because that was a Saturday, and the church has sat- designated Saturdays or Mondays, uh, in the United States at least here, um, that uh, if a Holy Day of Obligation falls on it, it is not an obligation. Uh, but nonetheless, Catholics all around celebrated it. I know my family did. Got donuts in the morning. Uh, in addition to that, what else did we do? Oh, ice cream. Yeah, you got to get that ice cream to celebrate. Uh, but what is the assumption? And why is it so important in our faith? Why is this such a big deal for us that Mary assumed body and soul into heaven. Jimmy Aiken put together of Catholic Answers uh, a, just a wonderful piece. And, and they are, they're numbered lists, and I know we all love numbered lists. At least I do. And uh, I'm not going to be able to get to all these that he, he put out there. But 12 things he says to know and share about the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And I think this really can highlight why it is that we Catholics uh, have it as such an important day. So first and foremost, what is the assumption Uh, from Pope Pius XII? He said, the Immaculate Mother of God, the ever-Virgin Mary, having completed the course of her earthly life, was assumed body and soul into heavenly glory. So what is the assumption? Pretty simple. Our Lady assumed body and soul. What level of authority does this teaching have? Well, this teaching, Jimmy says, was infallibly defined by Pope Pius XII on November 1st, 1950. So this was an infallible statement. Uh, Pope Pius XII explained that this, quote, is a divinely revealed dogma. This means that it is a dogma in the proper sense. It's thus a matter of faith that has been divinely revealed by God 
and that has been infallibly proposed by the magisterium of the church as such. So whenever you hear infallible teachings, this is one. Does that mean it is an ex-cathedra statement that we have to believe? Jimmy says, yes. Since it is a dogma defined by the Pope, rather than by an ecumenical council, for example, it is also an ex-cathedra statement, one delivered, quote, from the chair of Peter. And so because it is infallibly defined, it calls for the definitive assent of the faithful. John Paul II put it like this. The definition of the dogma in conformity with the universal faith of the people of God definitively excludes every doubt and calls for the express assent of all Christians. So the bishop's worldwide teaching in union with the Pope here is what we look at. Not an an ecumenical council, uh, but it's something infallibly defined. So this is not an option for us as Catholics to uh, believe. Does the dogma require us to believe that Mary died? Now, this is interesting. It is the common teaching that Mary did die. In his work, Fundamentals of Catholic Dogma, Ludwig Ott lists this teaching uh, as the more common opinion. It is not, however something that the faithful has to assent to, that Mary did die. Of course, we know her body and soul was assumed into heaven, but whether she died first or not is not something that, uh, that we are bound to believe either way. And there's, there's some uh, teachings on this, not, not just the assumption here, uh, excuse me, not just did Mary die or not, but other teachings um, that people have, uh, have kind of debated in this too. But John Paul II, again, Jimmy Aiken, notes that uh, on November 1st, 1950, John Paul II said, in defining the dogma of the Assumption, Pius XII avoided using the term resurrection and did not take a position on the question of the Blessed Virgin's death as a truth of faith. Okay, so again, you do not have to believe she died or not, though it is the more common belief that Mary did in fact die, but we are bound to believe, of course, that her body did assume into heaven. Why should Mary die if she was free from original sin and its stain? This is a good question. Many theologians have asked this. Well, being free of original sin and its stain is not the same thing as being in glorified, deathless condition. Jesus was also free of original sin and stain, but he could and did die. The earliest surviving references to Mary's assumption, John Paul II again, the first trace of belief in the Virgin's assumption can be found uh, there in the uh, Transitus Mariae, the crossing over of Mary. And that's the apocryphal accounts uh, whose origin dates to the second and third centuries. All right, we've got to get to our next guest. So I, I'll try to make it through the rest of these throughout the show. Because it was just a fascinating piece. I knew I wouldn't get all of it in. But I'll try to get to the rest of them throughout, uh, throughout the show today. Katie Prejean McGrady up next with the new Ave Explore series. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show. And thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction always comes first, whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, 20 years. Golden Rule. One thing that I really found interesting about them is all of their technicians are trained in their in-home training facility. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Thank you for choosing to support Iowa Catholic Radio and the show. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. 
Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one, one child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake, confluencebrewing.com. This is Deacon Harold Burke Sivers from Morning Glory. The impact of the COVID-19 pandemic has seeped into virtually every aspect of our daily lives, bringing with it uncertainty, fear, and anxiety. One of the anchors in these turbulent waters is Catholic Radio. These are challenging financial times for all of us. Please consider making a life-changing donation today. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. But one thing you might find interesting, as we were just talking about the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, is that in 1946, as I said, it was really universal. Um, This was not something that Pius XII really had a lot of backlash on from the bishops and clergy. Uh, But John Paul II said that in May 1946, um, after an encyclical on Our Lady, Pius XII called for a broad consultation inquiring among the bishops and through them among the clergy and the people of God as to the possibility and opportunist of defining the bodily assumption of Mary as a dogma of the faith. There was just out of 1,181, uh, what do you call that? Uh, reserva- uh, 1,181 uh, papers that were sent out asking for this. Only six answers came back that said they had some reservations about the revealed character of this truth. So this was uh, widely supported by the bishops and the priests, thus which leading to the, uh, the Chair of Peter proclamation. Let's go to our next guest, author, speaker, project manager of Ave Explorers, Katie Prejean McGrady, back on the show. Hi, Katie. 
How you doing, John? I'm doing fine. Uh, let's talk about the new series here on the family. Now, are these monthly series? Is that how they come out? Uh, so we have four a year. So okay. quarterly, but like the next one is a little later because I'm about to have a baby. So it kind of, it kind of varies <laughs> on the calendar. Yeah, that's totally understandable. Uh, when Speaking of that, we're, we're going to be talking about the family here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll be talking about, you know, how does the Catholic family exist, which is such a huge question because every Catholic family is so different. Um, and, you know, it, it's we're, we're talking about the range of everything from the, the single person who is discerning their vocation all the way to the grandparent who might have children who are disaffiliated from the faith, but they still want their grandchildren to be raised in the faith. And so they're trying to invest and engage and, and kind of everything in between. Um, and really just looking at how can a family be holy and how can a family change the world? Yeah, and I think it's important that you kind of take the broad view on this. I mean, we're not just talking about, you know, the husband, the wife, the two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it, because sadly, in our society today, that, I don't want to say that's not the norm, but there's a lot of brokenness out there in families right now. Absolutely. And that's, I mean, as the family goes, so goes the world, yeah. right? Like, we, but but every family that, that is existing, in whatever situation they find themselves, right, single parents, widowed moms and dads, parents who, who have to work outside the home, you know, one parent being able to stay home, whatever the situation your family is facing, and the day-to-day struggles that come with that, we really want to validate the, the pursuit of holiness in all of those different circumstances. You know, how does a foster mom who is struggling with infertility still love children and still exist within this world as, as a beacon of hope? How does, how does the couple that, that can't have children and doesn't feel called to adopt, and, and how are they still fruitful within their marriage? And let's have a conversation about that. Um, and we do talk to, you know, the, the stereotypical Catholic family with the big band and the homeschool squad. Like, we, we have conversations with everyone. Um, and it was it was a great series to put together because it, it reminded me, you know, I'm 34 weeks pregnant, I'm about to have a baby. It reminded me of, look, our reality might look, quote-unquote, normal from the outside looking in. My husband's a teacher, I have a job, I've got two kids. But like we still face our own challenges, and we can still learn from all these different circumstances, and, and that's that's kind of the beauty of it. You mentioned this at the beginning: so goes a family, so goes society, so goes the world. John Paul II, of course. And mm-hmm. I, this is where we have to start, Katie. And I don't know if you've noticed. I have. There's a lot of division in the world today, and uh, <laughs> I I I'm not really at all surprised anymore um, it, because there's division that really starts right within our own families, and so if we want to. We want holiness, and we want to be holy. Uh, it's nice to to think about and to have that uh, intention, but we've got to start where we can actually affect change, and that is right there in our own relationships in our families. Yeah, I mean that's that's what Mother Teresa says. Yep. If you want to change the world, go home and, yep. and love your family. And I'm finding more and more, and I'm sure you've experienced this. A lot of that division, it, it's happening online. It doesn't actually happen in person. Like, (laughs) I I could argue with somebody for 30 minutes in a Facebook com box about wearing a mask or uh, should I be going to a bar, whatever the argument might be of the day. But if I actually were to sit down with that person, you know, six feet apart, socially distanced outside, (laughs) and talk to them and see them face to face and and try to connect with them, I don't think that we would be yelling at each other. At least I would hope not. And, And I think we learn how to have those conversations. We learn how to actually discourse and dialogue in families, right? We learn how to help our children face conflicts. We learn how to, how to engage with our spouse over, uh, you know, something maybe difficult or struggle, you know, that we have within our marriage. 
but even if it's not conflict, we just we also experience joy and, and we're poured into within our families, which then maybe makes us a little less online angry. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, you're absolutely right. Within the context of the home, whatever that home looks like, and, and even on the worst of days, you know, hopefully those people that you are with, they, you're able to pour into them, they're able to pour into you, and you can then set foot back out into the, the quote-unquote, the world and be a beacon of, of hope and joy of our faith. You know, people have asked, what, why is the church so obsessed with the family? And, and the reason <laughs> really is because the family is the microcosm of, of God. And so this uh, yeah. is how God is stamped into the world, what he's like. Of course, you know, the analogy here lacks, but this is this is what God's love actually looks like mm-hmm. um, in, in the world. God is a communion. He is the first community. He is the first family, as the catechism says, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And again, our families mirror that. This is where we learn to love, and I mean self-sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the kind of love that feels good, right, Katie? I mean, the kind of love that right. doesn't always feel good. Yeah, I mean, just the other day, I, I, I told my husband, I was like, I am so nervous about the sleep deprivation that we know <laughs> is coming. We we have a kid. Yeah. We know what we're looking at for the, the next three months when this baby decides to show up. And and I'm actually really kind of looking forward to the fact that I know what it might be like, and maybe I can be a little better prepared to not have a freak out or have a meltdown or like, you know, take it easy during the day because I know the nights might be a little more difficult. And we've, every mom in the world has heard the phrase, you know, the, the days are long, but the years are short. Sure. And, and I think every family can, um, and, and we explore that in this series, in these podcasts, in these videos, this, how those days are long for sure, but how even within those long days, again, whatever that might look like for a family, that the Lord is present and that there's an opportunity to become a saint um, and, and that's, I mean, it's been a lot of, I think this one's probably closest to my heart. Again, I'm probably just sentimental because of pregnancy hormones, but it's, it's been a lot of fun to put it together this time around. Trying to create that peace, that joy, of course, of, of that love and, and also forgiveness, uh, within our own lives and, and really just, again, trying to live virtuously. It starts right here in our families. Every listener mm-hmm. listening right now, it, it doesn't start with that family or that family over there. It starts right with you with me mm-hmm. and the ways in which we can mirror and model God's love, as we said, in our own families, the, the, the decisions that we're going to make today. Uh, and that's what I've always wanted this show to be, is something to give someone something practical, something to hang on for their day, which is why it's so early in the morning uh, to be able <laughs> to live holiness. So how can people get involved with this and, uh, and uh, begin? Yeah, so if you go over to AveMariaPress.com, um, right up at the top, there's you can get to it two ways. There's a huge banner that says sign up, but there's also a link that says free resources. So you click on that, and it you know a little menu drops down, and you click on Ave Explorers. You sign up. The emails actually start today, so go sign up now so you can get it when it, it comes out at noon. And every week in the email, there's an article. There is a Facebook Live interview. We actually did it last night with Catherine and Scott Whitaker. They're parents of six down in Texas, ranging from college sophomore to kindergartner. And we just kind of unpacked what's it been like to parent in a pandemic and how are you two doing as a couple, um, you know, and they, they make date nights a huge priority. So we cool. talked about dating as a spouse and then there's podcasts and all of that comes in the email. You can find all of that on AveMariaPress.com. AveMariaPress.com. Katie Prejean McGrady. Love having you on, Katie. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. 
Great to talk to you, John. All Thanks. Right. God bless you. That's Katie Prejean McGrady, everyone. Again, AveMariaPress.com, where you can find out all the free resources there that they have, but especially this one, Ave Explores. Well, Bonner, coming up, uh, Bo is going to be talking for our Catholic Truth and Beauty weekly segment today on the City of God. Yes, Augustine's masterpiece. John, we're not going to get through that in 10 minutes. I, I hear you. I, I know. Uh, but we're going to really try to uh, get, go bare bones here and uh, go beginner's guide to really how we can at least tackle this and read it. Uh, because I think it is something that should be a staple in every Catholic's life if they want to learn uh, some of the, the Catholic truth and beauty that we talk about on this show uh, weekly. You want to dive into that? Start with the City of God. Bull Bonner, 745. All right, friends. Wednesday, August 19th. Don't go anywhere john leonetti in the morning and thank you to these pages stick together in the summer i don't know how i do this here bell construction dean bell dear friend of mine met him a year and a half well probably two years ago now right i mean when i when i wrote this it was a year and a half but uh the pandemic hit and uh, all of a sudden we're probably about two years six months later playing pickup basketball 963-4494 never put his name behind anything except iowa catholic radio And you know, he's not even Catholic, but he supports this station because he knows he's a Christian man and he knows that he wants the truth of Jesus Christ out there. At least that's what he's told me. 30 years in business, residential re-roofs, 963-4494-963-4494. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You too go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, he found others standing around, and he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord From a strictly secular point of view, the saying, a fair day's wage for a fair day's work, doesn't seem applicable according to this parable. God's saving grace extends to everyone he wishes, regardless of whom we might judge to be worthy of it. God is the only impartial judge of anyone, thereby upending any human standard that we try to impose upon him and his followers.
At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Well, for all you pilots out there, Pope Francis has approved the extension of the Jubilee year of Loretto to 2021. The decision was announced uh, a couple days ago uh, by the prelate of the Shrine of Our Lady of Loretto, Italy, after the recitation of the rosary there. The Jubilee year, which began December 8th, 2019, marks the 100th anniversary of the official proclamation of Our Lady of Loretto as the patroness of pilots and the air passengers. It's close to my heart. Uh, The Jubilee was due to end December 10th this year, the Feast of Our Lady of Loretto, but will now run until December 10th, 2021, because of the disruption due to the coronavirus. So, pilots and air passengers will have another year under Our Lady's protection. The Jubilee year. Awesome. All right, uh, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo now, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Hump Day and a beautiful day to be outdoors. Oh, it's going to be an awesome day. My goodness. This week we're getting spoiled. Yes, we are. Have you gotten your uh, your annual bike or your weekly uh, bike ride in uh, from uh, Polk County to Dallas County and sometimes wandered into Madison and Warren? I don't know where exactly you end up, but somehow you find your way home. Well, you know, during that time, we had some trees uh, and limbs to take care of over the weekend, so I did not get that part, uh, that bike ride in. So I'll have to try to sneak it in here at the end of the week. I see. Yeah, you you went to the other alternative that you have in your life right now, yeah. golf uh, workout and oh, golf yes. training. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, that that that's important yeah. too. I mean, you can't can't let that go by the wayside. You know, I will let you know. I talked to Coach Wilson over at Dowling, and he's provided uh, eight more helmets for the foursomes <laughs> that are around you uh, a week from Monday. That they'll be provided and outfitted with helmets with masks if they if they need be, um, just to. Prov- uh, prevent uh, accidents from happening when you're on the driving, uh, when you're on your first tee uh, shots. Get the uh, get the space suits out. That's what you. That's what you might need. <laughs> well, hopefully not. Hopefully everybody can at least stay within the fairway that's as much the goal. as possible. That's why they have. 
That's why they have that word rough, but that rough doesn't extend, uh, you know, too far left or too far right, John. No. You're supposed to put the ball right down the middle. Accuracy is very important. Uh, I'm trying to hit those fairways. That's that's going to be the goal for the big tournament, the Bishop's Golf Classic. Hopefully everyone's got their tickets and, uh, and are ready to go. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Monday, August 31st, a week from this Monday. And, John, it's, what, a little over 10 days to uh, keep uh, getting some more uh, swings in and, and get accurate and uh, become a better golfer, right? Yes, that's that's the uh, the way I'm looking at it. Okay. Now, are you using the yellow golf balls, or are you going to use a different color like blue or maybe black, or are you just going to use the traditional white? Try I don't want folks to know this. Try to find the balls, uh, use the yellow ones, right? Uh, but I, I got the white ones. I, uh-huh. I garage sale my golf balls, so I, I don't buy them. I mean, they're just they're too expensive. So you go to a garage sale, you can get – I mean, people got them all over the place. Nice ones, too. You have garage sale golf balls. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I you, again, okay. people just go fishing them out of the ponds, and you know, pretty soon you got a nice, uh, you got a nice golf ball. So they're not all that oh, way, but it's that's the way to work. We're gonna have to start a GoFundMe page, John, to get you uh, some <laughs> legitimate golf balls. Uh, you know, those are ones that come in a sleeve and a plastic box. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, that might be something to think about. Well, they're they're a little cleaner than the ones I use, but nonetheless, they. <laughs> Goodness. Doesn't make much of a difference. I have to ask this: Do they have the uh, the stripe on them? Uh, some of your golf balls, because that means they're, <laughs> they're a range ball. Right? They're not driving range balls. No, no. I get the official <laughs> ones. Good grief! Oh, may the Lord have mercy on mm-hmm. you and your foursome a week from Monday. That's it. Well, that, <laughs> okay. that's, that's the prayer. Okay. Now, folks can still sign up for this uh, adventure that oh, yeah. you're going to be on, but uh, for a great cause, the Bishop's Golf Outing, right? They can still sign up, and, uh, and all that information is available, correct? Those to support Catholic charities? Yes, absolutely. All right. Just want to be sure. Okay. Uh, update tomorrow, John. We'll, yes. We'll work on that. Thank you. We're starting to GoFundMe page, folks. I'll get that up on uh, Iowa Catholic Radio here sometime sometime soon about john and his golf balls i'll oh, take the charity goodness. all right let's get right let's get right to it from the uh, who tv 13 weather desk and meteorologist megan selwa currently at the mercy one studios here in the greater des moines area mostly clear skies 60 degrees calm winds humidity up there at 80 percent today much like yesterday mostly sunny skies you'll need your sunglasses high of 83 degrees southeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour that is a perfect 10 on the weather scale from tv 13 this morning tonight mostly clear overnight low of 60 degrees and then tomorrow partly cloudy a little bit warmer a high of 85 degrees and on friday warm and humid and partly cloudy skies a high of 89 degrees there's a chance of rain friday night into saturday but over the weekend other than that highs in the lower 80s and the heat index could climb to the mid i'm sorry high to lower mid 90s and the heat index up near uh, in the upper 90s so be mindful of that as we get warm and hot or hot and humid weather this weekend well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, the Iowa Department of Transportation said drivers should expect delays on Interstate 35 and 80 and Highway 141 during the planned ramp closures at the new Urban Loop Interchange, formerly Ryder Corner, on the Metro's northwest side. Now, uh, the DOT said in a press release, significant traffic p- impacts will occur in the next few weeks due to ongoing work on that intersection uh, in Urbandale. The travelers are urged to find alternative routes if possible. The DOT said construction at Ryder Corner means the entrance ramp from eastbound Highway 141 to southbound I-3580 will close at 8 o'clock tonight. Additionally, the east and westbound exit ramps at that interchange will be closed beginning at 8 o'clock tonight as well. The ramp closures are necessary to 
to realign the ramps as part of the interchange reconstruction and interstate widening work between 100th Street and Douglas Avenue. The DOC said the entrance ramp from eastbound Highway 141 to southbound I-3580 is expected to reopen near the end of September, and the uh, westbound I-3580 exit ramp uh, is expected to reopen in mid-October. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, some of the Midwest teams that were involved. The Cubs win last night. They defeated St. Louis 6-3 to at Wrigley Field. The two teams will close out their series today with a doubleheader. Uh, two seven-inning games beginning at 1.20 this afternoon at Wrigley Field. Minnesota Twins defeated the Milwaukee Brewers 4-3 to in 12 innings. The White Sox beat Detroit 10-4. to Cincinnati's game at the Kansas City Royals was postponed due to some of the Cincinnati uh, Reds players testing positive for COVID-19. Yesterday, high school golf, uh, Dowling uh, Catholic ran their record at 2-0 as the Dowling boys defeated Urbandale by eight strokes at the Beaver Creek Golf Course in Grimes. And we're just nine days away from the start of the high school football season right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, for the 44th consecutive year, Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School games. And uh, the first game is Friday, October 28th. That's the opening night as Dowling, the seven-time defending Class 4A champs, will open up at Indianola. Our pregame coverage begins at 6.30 with kickoff at 7 o'clock from the Indianola Football Stadium. Join me along with Matt Mandring and John Chido for the call all season long right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies and 60 degrees. Winds are calm. Today we'll see mostly sunny skies. You'll need your sunglasses. Today's high, 83 degrees, with southeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, And he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still looking good this morning. No accidents and no major delays to pass along. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Charity, devotion, and a call to interior reform mark the life of today's saint. We celebrate St. John Eudes. He was born in France and at the age of 24 was an ordained member of the Oratorians. During two waves of a plague, John volunteered to care for the ill. But in order to reduce the spread of the disease, John lived in a large barrel in a field. John observed the need for greater devotion in the clergy, and after thinking on the problem, he petitioned Rome so he could create an order to help create and run seminaries. The Congregation of Jesus and Mary, while approved by individual bishops, met with immediate opposition, especially from Jansenists and some of his former associates. John founded several seminaries in Normandy, but was unable to get approval from Rome. Partly, it was said, because he did not use the most tactful approach. John also advocated for the creation of a feast day to honor the Sacred Heart of Jesus. 
John wouldn't live to see the creation of this feast, but Pope Pius XI declared him the father of of the devotion because of his nearly tireless pursuit of the feast. We ask today, St. John Eudes, to pray for us. Amen. And a big thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting the saint of the day, experienced in wills and estate planning, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Bo Bonner, right after this for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment, all on St. Augustine's masterpiece, The City of God. Don't go anywhere. This will be an interesting one, friends. John Lee in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show and planting a landscape. Passionate they are about providing natural solutions, creating a lush and full landscape for customers to enjoy for many, many years. Passion for a beautiful looking landscape is what drives this company. Honesty and integrity comes first. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, August 19th. I'm Kelly Metcher-Collins. Don't forget to take a subscription to the Catholic Mirror. Our diocesan newspaper goes to every registered Catholic household, bringing stories of faith and inspiration. You can support our monthly publication by mailing your subscription into the Diocese of Des Moines or going online to dmdiocese.org giving. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference is coming up at the end of September. You can be a part of this special event by either going in person or live streaming. Tickets are available for both. To abide by public health and safety precautions, masks will be mandatory in all common areas, such as when entering and exiting Wells Fargo Arena, in adoration and confession, while visiting exhibitors, restrooms, and concession stands. You'll hear world-class speakers like Father Don Calloway, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, Sister Miriam James, and more. Go to ChristOurLifeIowa.com for details. The Marriage Enrichment Ministry, The Third Option, is now meeting the second and fourth Monday of each month at their new location, All Saints Catholic Church in Des Moines. The Third Option meets from 7 to 9 p.m. and is an ongoing support group for marriages built upon 14 skill-based workshops to help couples develop better understanding, sensitivity, and trust. Learn more at dmdiocese.org and click on Marriage and Family Life. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. No man is an island we can no man is an Not that you need any more reasons, but let's just say you did on why to support Iowa Catholic Radio and to send in a challenger gift, which you know, sending in those challenger gifts, whether they're $500 or $1,000, by going to iowacatholicradio.com, click on donate, just indicate there it's a challenger gift. We'll know if it's 500 or 1000 coming from this show. Uh, but not that you need any more reasons, but uh, just just for your notes, Iowa Catholic Radio broadcasts in praise daily mass and 1,095 rosaries in a year. Praise 730 divine mercy chaplets in a year. Reads the entire Catholic Bible in a year. Delivers God's word 24-7, 365 days a year that were on air. And 24 soul-nourishing events and hosts 11 live Catholic local shows which is virtually unheard of in the Catholic world. iowacatholicradio.com is where you can go. Click on Donate. Those Challenger gifts are huge in getting more people to be able to donate, and we put those up on the hours. Matching gifts is what they are. So if you can match anything up to 500 or or 1,000, that is so helpful for us, iowacatholicradio.com. Speaking of those 11 live shows, one of those hosts is on with me, Bo Bonner. Hello, sir. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm doing fine this morning. We're talking about Augustine's A City of God. Now, this isn't uh, over the confessions here, but it's right up there, right, on Augustine's works? Well, you know, in some ways, if you're talking about impact, City of God might be even more lasting than the confessions. The confessions certainly uh, devotionally become the work that I think most people are familiar with. But the City of God, for its import, at the time of talking about this, the grand changes in historical events that the Christian world had just uh, uh, recognized and, and noticed, uh, the sack of Rome by barbarians in 410. And then basically, you know, Augustine's understanding of how time works, how providence works, why God lets calamities happen, uh, and then even just uh, some of the ways to understand uh, the the arc of history and, and its drama of how it works out, uh, it, it's hard to really talk about it being rivaled by almost anything, John. I mean, St. Augustine's City of God is the longest continuous work to come out of either antiquity or late antiquity that we have. We have sermon collections. We, of course, have the Bible, which is many different books. Uh, but the City of God is a one continuous work longer than anything Plato wrote or mm-hmm. Cicero uh, and to to show you how, the reason I point that out is it's hard to have extremely long works in the ancient world because, of course, uh, printing something out is, you know, such a premium. So if you can imagine something is important by the ability and the willingness for people to waste a lot of material on it to keep it as one thing, the City of God proves its long-standing uh, respect that it has that something that long from the ancient world, the, the late antiquity though it is, uh, has survived to us all these years. How do you read it? 
Well, left to right, if it's English. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, uh, the city of God, for most people, I would say, uh, has came to them episodically. Um, that you, you've probably, if you have ran into it, you've uh, seen quotes in, like, the Catechism, for instance, or uh, maybe even start to see him talking about, uh, he brings up a lot of doctrinal things, like about angels, for instance, that seem unconnected. You go, oh, well, so maybe he's just sort of encyclopedically bringing up this or that. I'll say one of the key issues with the city of God is you really understand its magnificence if you read the whole thing mm-hmm. front to back. Uh, so that makes it hard for people, I realize. But, you know, people have, like, you, you just got done talking about the staffs of people on Iowa Catholic Radio reading the Bible. You know, you, you got to what is chew the elephant a bite at a time. But the city of God really does reward front to back, slowly thinking about all of the, the the ways that he's putting together this long argument about what God does in history, even in calamitous times. We're either living in uh, you know a world with with our Lord or or the world without our Lord, um, and we have the opportunity to do the, uh, both. Uh, by our freedom, but Augustine is inviting us here to be able to make this world really uh, as close to heaven as possible. Is that correct? Well, I think he points out that in the mysterious providence that God has chosen, that the city of God and the earthly city are being, you know, coming up together. Like It goes back to the Bible verse about um, the enemy that sowed tares in the middle of the person's wheat and that God, go, the the master in that parable of our Lord, says, "Well, don't don't take out the tares, lest you take out some of the wheat. Let them grow up together, and then at the great great harvest at the end of time, we'll separate the wheat from the tares." And so, Augustine essentially uses this parable as the grand way to read all of history. But he does that precisely because the events of 410, so the Vandals led by the barbarian king Alaric, sack Rome, and you know, you can go into, like, long details about militarily and, like, is 410 really, like, this sort of devastation point? In many ways, it's the symbolic uh, culmination of how Rome has been falling apart. And so when barbarians are able to go take Rome, and they do, they break a lot of stuff, they steal stuff, they pillage, they do terrible things. But symbolically, here's all these Christians in Carthage, so across the ocean, um, in Africa, getting all of these refugees, and as they come across, people are asking, how can God be real if even Rome can fall? I thought you said your God is powerful, sort of question. And so, you know, we, we have sermons from the time, so this is 410, St. Augustine immediately starts talking about these in his sermon, but by 413, so three years later, he has the first, I think, five books of the City of God prepared. He writes the whole thing within the decade and it is him saying, look, if we take the wheat and the tares for serious, then exactly like you said, John, the calamities of the world will always fall upon the wicked and the righteous together. But the Christian understanding, right, is that there's no such thing. Nothing can happen that if we have Jesus Christ with us, it won't be for our good. But of course, nothing can happen, even good things, that can't work for our fall it depends on the love and the desire we have, and those that desire, the different ones, the two, are, so to speak, the furnace at the middle of each city. The desire for worldly things in the earthly city, and the desire for God 
in the middle of the city of God. I'd say if you have 10 books on your bookshelf, this has got to be one of them. Um, it's a, it's just a game changer, I think, for your spiritual life, and, and uh, you learn a lot. I know I have through it. Uh, Bo Bonner, everyone, what do we got coming up on your show today at 10 o'clock? Well, Bud's on vacation, Uh-oh. and uh, so we're, what we're going to do is, since we didn't have the state fair this year, we're replaying one of our favorite episodes, which is when live from the state fair we interviewed uh, Haley Stewart about hope. So uh, that's what people are going to hear today in honor of the state fair that we didn't get to have this year. There you go. All right. Sounds good to me. Bo Bonner, talk to you soon, brother. God bless. All right. That's Bo Bonner, everyone. You can listen to The Uncommon Good at 10 o'clock today, 10 o'clock. And you can um, also uh, uh, podcast it out. They're all there. The Uncommon Good, iowacatholicradio.com. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, everyone. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land, where many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known. Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.